how you guys doing? This is the producer of Brothers Comics. Welcome to the Marvel Pack Season 4, Episode 4. Uh, we're going to throw you a big old curveball tonight. Um, basically because there haven't really been a lot of books the last couple of weeks that we wanted to review. Uh, but there has been a lot of comic book movie news, comic book news, comic book and TV news. There's just been a whole lot of stuff. So what we're going to do tonight is a big old Blurred Notes podcast. So on the line tonight, I have the two Marvel hacks on the line tonight. It's the Sandman. Sandman, say what's happening. Good people. We got news to discuss. Yeah, we got so much news to discuss and not a whole lot of time to get it in. Also on the line tonight is uh, Brother Beavis. Hey, what's up? Is this fake yeah, news or real news? We got to talk no, about No, we're doing real news with okay. real news with hot take <laughs> opinions. Right. Uh, that's basically how it's going to go. Uh, we teased Big Hutch joining us tonight. Uh, he didn't make it. Um, we It is what it is. So that's Swerve. basically where we are. Yeah, Swerve. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is what it is. Uh, he may get clowned just for not showing up, but we'll see how it goes. But all right, so we're going to jump right into this. Um, I, I mean, do I hit a sounder? I don't even know because it's really just like a big old blurred notes. Um, I, I can say I was going to do it, but I'm probably not going to do it anyway. So let's just jump right in. I did break it down. Normally we jump into like blurred, uh, blurred notes and then get into the comic books that we're going to talk about. So there will not be any comic books technically tonight that we're going to review. That'll be for probably next week. But we got a whole bunch of news. And so I broke it down into three different categories. I broke it down into reviews because there's been a couple of movies that have come out and TV shows. Then comic book movie and TV news. And then the last part, some comic book news. So... All right, let's just jump right in. Uh, first off, I guess almost two weekends ago now, Brother Beavis did Baltimore City Comic Con, uh, so he's going to give us a review on the comic. Yeah, so this was year two for me going. And last year, like, um, I wasn't, I knew it was in the convention center, but didn't know how to get in, didn't know the layout, so kind of got in, wandered around, uh, did the classic, like, oh, that's a cool costume that I never saw again to take a picture of. Uh, spent a lot of time like trying to get lunch while we were there and then about after not more than two or three hours uh, my wing person petered out and then we split so I had all those lessons learned going in this year we stopped at Chipotle before we got there so we got we got the food first (laughs) we showed up ironically this year last so last year it was a there was a guy in aqua bro uh, cosplay and I was like oh that's pretty sweet so this year I saw a black manta so I made sure to get yeah. a picture like right there because you know that wasn't going to happen again but this right. time really made it uh, out to the floor um, I did take some books to get autographed and the funny part of it was I was like looking through the list and thinking like alright so who on here do I care about but it's not going to be a thick ass line that I have to sit in <laughs> and so I was like well Mike Zek, yeah. you know, the the, the uh, Secret Wars has been a big hit from a podcast, and it's just classic. So I took that, and I was like, well, Larry Stroman's going to be there. Let me get out my uh, X-Factor 71. So I, I got in the got in the crawl space, actually found the books right away, and I already nice. had Larry Stroman's signature on X-Factor 71. <laughs> <laughs> so so that speaks to the, the lasting memories that are created at these sort of events. Uh, so I was oh, wow. kind of laughing at that. Um, so I uh, did go I, I did take a picture of Black Panther or I'm seeing Black Manta I did get Mike mm-hmm. Zeck's uh, a signature on uh, Secret Wars number one he was pretty cool I talked to him for a bit mm, nice and uh, nice. I got a few other pictures a lot of a lot of uh, 
a lot of people of color in cosplay uh, got a great one. I'll put these up on the website at some point, but uh, Darth Player was one of my favorites. It was uh, half nice. gold, half black Darth Vader. It's pretty cool. Yes. Daughters of the Dragon. <laughs> like almost the whole Teen Titan squad. Basically in, uh, I mean, I don't get too far ahead, but basically in TV quality costumes, uh, as far yeah, as I can I tell. So. <laughs> <Hi-yo>. <laughs> Be careful. But it was, it was cool. I saw... Um, I, I saw the lines for um, the like the paid signature. Mike Coulter is big. Um, yeah. He does. I mean, he looks kind of big on TV, mm. but he's big. Mm. And then I don't want to. I don't want to like out this individual. But there was like this huge line, and it was all behind the curtains and stuff. I was like, what is this? And then somebody came out and they were like, just a reminder. So and so doesn't like physical contact. So when you get up here, like don't try and touch him or anything. I was like, man, that's. I get that that's a thing, and that's just sad if, like, your way of life is, you know, just your complete misery, too. So, whatever. But, yeah, yeah. I made around the floor. I'm, like, I'm a veteran now, so I'm good to go. I might even take in an event next year. But it's a a big floor, a lot of creators. Uh, Frank Miller was the the lead guy. I think while I was there, they said he could only be there Saturday, so they were trying to get people to cash in their signature tickets or whatever. So, yeah, it was it was a good time. A lot of stuff going on there. Got some books. Got a surprise box. You know, got all that stuff. So yeah, nice. definitely Baltimore Comic Con is 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 worth it. It's a legit convention. A lot of great fans. A great environment. I did not see your Yellow Ranger, by the way. I did look, and I was like, well, this should be easy to find if she's here. Uh, she should. I was looking man. for your. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's a big place, and uh, there, yeah. I only had so much patience to walk around looking for the Yellow Ranger. So I, 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 I did enough to feel like I did my part, and then I bounced. So, nice. Yeah, it it seems like an, an incredible event, um, and that it's really a comic book event. It's not a um, like I mean they do Definitely. have a couple of stars. They had Mike Coulter, and I guess the what Zach Levy, the dude that plays Shazam, yep. was there as well. But for the oh, most right. part, it's just like it's a who's who in comic books and comic book creators for the most part, um, you know, which a lot of conventions aren't anymore. You know, they're always trying to get a big star to come in there or whatever. But, you know, the comic books are the stars. That's, you know, generally the, uh, one of the better parts for me when we get to these things. So, OK, cool. Yeah, that's what I noticed last there. year, too. And it stood out again this year. I mean, there are obviously pop culture elements, but it is very much a comic book convention. Yeah, and that definitely needs its place. So, OK. Yeah. Thank you, Baltimore City Comic Con folks, for the media passes. We uh, we do appreciate that, and hopefully we can make this an annual event uh, for the people at Brothers Comics. All right, our next review, uh, you brought up Titans. Uh, I think I'm the only one that has seen this, so I guess I have to do this. Um, I, uh, the, the Titans show, I did see the pilot. Uh, I want to say I saw it like one and a half times because uh, I saw it the first time, and I was like, did I kind of see what I saw? And so I tried to watch it again, and then uh, the end of that, the end of this whole thing is going to be, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. That's basically what it is. My, my, I think my initial thing to y'all was like, it was okay, but it was just boring. I thought, you know, I wanted to see more. The stuff with Starfire, you know, I think it's Anna Diop. She's probably the best thing in the pilot. The costume is awful. Like, there's no disputing that part of it. Yeah. But the storyline part is actually not that bad. But I guess in, in their world, everything everything's really revolving around Raven and who she is and what's going on with her. And there's obviously a secret organization that's looking after her. You know, you get your fuck Batman line in there. It's gratuitous. Some of the violence is also gratuitous as well and unnecessary. But for the most part, 
it was something that I wanted to see again. Um, you know, I, I could watch it. It wasn't so terrible like you were thinking it was going to be so bad. And I know there was some leaked footage of her uh, in a different costume looking essentially. I, she looked like Mystique to me with that red-ass wig on. But um, <laughs> it, it wasn't as bad. Uh, you know, and again, if you don't have the DC network like myself, you know, you're seeing it in nefarious ways. We'll leave it at that. Um it, but if, if it was the choice of like, hey, I got to pay $13 a month so I can see Titans, yeah, F that junk. That would definitely not be worth it. So if that is your goal, yeah, if that is your goal, it's like, oh, we're going to get that, you know, so I can see Titans, yeah, you need to save all your money for that. But for the most part, not that bad. That, that's it. So, all right. Uh, the next review, and I think this is all me again, too, is Venom. Uh, I did see Venom yep. as well. Uh, uh, I can't. Uh, hmm. I, I'm gonna say I enjoyed Titans more than Venom. That ought to say wow. something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that that's not. That's not out of the. That's not out of the question, though. I mean, there, Venom is so thin. Like. Yeah. There, there's so many characters from like that period, where like they they, they had the great design, great visual. But you just peel back any layer of the story, and it's like, uh, I'm done. Yeah. And when the Ghost Rider movie came out, I was like, oh, Ghost Rider. And like, wait a minute. This is not only just because <laughs> Nicolas Cage, but this is just bad. And Ghost Rider is kind of bad in general. He just looks cool. Man, it got yes, me again. Just, it got you again. <laughs> and this Another is one of those situations. <laughs> yes. And this is one of those similar situations, too. Um, I don't even know where to start, really. But basically it's just not a good I don't even know how to describe it man I think I told you I was like a, an early like Marvel movie back in the day like you know Daredevil or it's not even like Fantastic Four good I, I, I don't even know it was just it's just not a good movie overall and it, and it struggles yeah. I wrote the review on brotherscounts.com is that it was really struggling to determine what kind of movie it is. Is it this, like, oh, you know, like the Hulk book that we've been reading, like the, there's a devil that's living inside me and it's going to be me because there's some violent scenes in it. And then there's also some freaking 12-year-old scenes uh, that are, you know, essentially like almost dick and fart joke scenes. And it's just like, <laughs> what, what are you trying to be here? You're trying to serve two masters. But it worked. The movie made a shit ton of money. I saw a meme on um, on Twitter the other day. It was like that thing is tracking to make more money than Justice League. Take that, DC fans. You know, have an insult that is yeah. that Venom will make more money than Justice League. So it's obviously going to spawn a sequel. I don't know what's going to happen if Spider-Man's ever going to be in it. Uh, I don't know how y'all feel about Tom Hardy. I think he's kind of a hack personally. Um, <laughs> He essentially just mumble jumbles his way through this whole freaking movie in and of itself, and um, it, it's it's all over the place, and it's not in a good place. It's it's just not good. Uh, I think Hutch, or somebody was like, which was better? Or no, my my son was like, oh, well, which was better, Spider-Man three or Venom? And he really had me perplexed. I didn't know how to answer that question. Wow, that's the quality of where we're dealing with to me. You know, again, some people are like, oh, so good. I see. It, it's pretty much like a feast or famine. Nobody's like, hey, it was I. No, it's like either people really hated it or they really liked it. Uh, I would be yeah. closer to the hating side. And, you know, that's it. I know, Sam, man, you've probably seen more reviews than I have. Yeah, I've seen a ton because I'm curious, but I, I'm in a weird place because I don't want to 
give Sony my money. I'm determined not to do that. Uh, I mean, it'll be out eventually. I'll see it eventually. So I, I yeah. don't have a huge my curious. I have the morbid curiosity. That's pretty much what you yeah. call it. So, um, yeah. and what I've yeah, what I've been hearing is that uh, I've heard a lot of people say, "Oh, it was great," and then I've heard people say, oh, "It wasn't as bad as I thought it would be." And you know, that doesn't motivate me to go see the damn thing. You know, so I no, just, I, I would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, it it made a bunch of money. All those freaking ancillary Spider-Man character things are now getting like pumped up. You know, oh, we're gonna do Morbius now. And then I saw something for Craven and Last Hunt on there now too. I'm just like, oh, Oh, what are y'all doing? You know, they got lucky. I'll throw this out. Yeah, Yeah, I'll throw this out to y'all. Isn't essentially Venom essentially just Deadpool? Like and a fake Spider. I mean, they're really kind of both fake Spider-Mans in a sense. But in that, brother, isn't hmm. he just essentially like Deadpool? You know, like is that kind of a cool heel character that people kind of attract to because it looked the the design is so cool. But essentially, right. like the character is you know closer to butt cheeks than anything else. Yeah, it's yeah, you know similar in design. It's you know an edgy character, but it's a different kind of edgy because well, I mean, they it seems like they kind of cross both, right? So Deadpool, you yeah. get the wackiness in the fourth wall, and right. uh, Venom, you get the psychotic nature of him and Eddie Brock, and it's more violent, um, more violent for the sake of violence, more so than the violence for the sake of insanity. But yeah, that's a good comparison. I think yeah, you know they Deadpool has found you know an audience and a place, and I think there are some good stories there. Venom, eh, I, don't, I just don't know. Yeah, that's just—it's hey. just Sony trying to use it as a as a cash cow because they want their cake and eat it too, with Spider-Man. And there's, um, since they've had success with this, there's worry that now they're gonna try to take Spider-Man out of the MCU and put them into this crap universe, and which would be a mistake. Don't do it, Sony. I'm just telling you now. But, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that would be a bad thing. And again, like you know. Spider-Man being in that movie wasn't gonna save it either. Um, it no. was just—I uh, mean, it was nothing. Nothing good can come from that. Again, it made a bunch of money. Bad movies make a lot of money all the time, so I, it's not a surprise. I'm sure there'll be a sequel, and that'll be the end of it. All right, they're gonna let's get out of the reviews. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna say they're gonna hit the wall on one of these other uh, outside side universe side piece movies. Uh, they're not gonna get lucky on every one of them because this. Morbius, come on, man! <laughs> no, <Yeah. laughs> they'll get lucky Never and know. then they'll just double down on whatever does well, and then and that'll burn out. And they'll try it. Then yeah. they'll go back to random movies again. Yep, drive Probably. it into the ground. Uh, yep, that's it. All right. Yep. Let's get to the comic book movie and TV news. Um, first up off the bat, uh, it was reported that they're finally going to do the Black Widow solo movie. Uh, they paid Scarlett Johansson $15 million, allegedly, and they're going to set this movie up and put it out, I guess, as a phase four, essentially phase one movie in phase four. Um, my initial thought to y'all was like, meh, I didn't have any thought, but the more I thought about it, I'm still meh. But I'm thinking they're probably maybe five to seven years late on making this movie. So Black Widow, the movie, Brother Beavis. Yeah, they've teased some of her stories. I think the you know the most prominent being her initial training and things like that. So and I don't know that there are a lot of like iconic Black Widow stories. So I hope they kind of just do something new and don't try and tell a story from the books. 
I think she's she's generally been told in the context of other people. I think you brought this up, like either Hawkeye or Daredevil or whatever. Um, right. I, I I could see maybe oh they're kind of doing it with uh, Scarlet Witch. I was going to say you know you could slide the Black Widow right into some of the Netflix shows and and there's a story there. But you know I I would like to see them just do something new. I think she's done a good job. Um, I think she's been she's had a she's had of all the side characters i think she's had probably more development than most people and i think she's always been kind of a great supporting piece of the uh, the other movies so it'll be interesting to see what they do with it uh sandman scarlet witch movie or scarlet yeah. witch black widow movie yeah um yeah i'm getting them mixed up aren't we yeah they i was actually a little more enthused when i heard that they were going to do it because i thought um when they first introduced her in uh, Iron Man 2, I was kind of like, eh, I mean, she was all right. Uh, uh, but over time, they developed the character more and more. Uh, I didn't really care for the Bruce Banner, uh, Scarlet, uh, Scarlet, I said it too, Scarlet Witch, uh, Black Widow romance that they tried. Uh, that made no sense to me, but I mean, I thought it was ingenious putting her in uh, Captain America uh, Winter Soldier because it capped and uh, Black Widow, they have, you know, similar kind of backgrounds and stuff so it made a lot of sense and it worked really well in that movie and uh she's done that role so much you know it's just like uh any of the other heroes with cap or iron man we actually kind of care about her now and so um based on that yeah i'll I'll, uh, give them a chance i'll watch a a black widow movie i mean you know marvel they're gonna do something with it unlike a lot of these other studios they do have my trust as far as that goes they usually figure out something good to do with the character whether that's bringing in another character to help support or uh, something they'll do something you know it's it's going to be able to hold your interest i'll say so uh, thumbs up for me yeah red i think uh, jennifer lawrence's red sparrow tried to jump the gun on that and get the <laughs> essentially black widow <laughs> origin story out there Ugh. ahead of time that did go so well well, well she missed um, yeah but, Yes, he did. Uh, so we'll see how it goes. I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm with you, too. It's like, I mean, am I going to be lined up outside the studio, you know, the theater for days waiting for it? Of course not. But, I mean, <laughs> I, I'll be there. I'm, I, I would like it put into context with another character. And maybe they can use that, you know, and she gives the rub to somebody else. You know, I don't know who are who's a, you know, kind of tertiary friend of Black uh, widow that they could put into the movies that maybe to in- introduce and maybe not use Hawkeye or whatever, but I mean it, it'll it'll be fine. Uh, uh, I'll be interested to see if it actually gets made though. Cause, I don't know. I, and I don't know. Uh, the rub is a wrestling it. term, not a sexual yes. term. Just uh, oh yes, sorry, right. yes, yes, <laughs> yes. If you're not, if you're new to us, yes, there are wrestling terms that are used here uh, quite frequently. We'll try to point them out. Uh, the next one is Coogler back for Ryan Coogler back for the director of Black Panther Two. It seemed to be a little bit of a hold up there, but I'm sure it was on securing the bags of money uh, because making it without him probably wouldn't have been a great idea. Sandman, um, could they have done this without Ryan Coogler? Oh, they could have done it, but, and you could probably say one of the other studios would have done it without him, but, you know, one thing that I will give Marvel is that, Marvel Studios, is that they kind of stick to their guns as far as the quality goes, and I don't think they would, I can't say they wouldn't have, they would have done it, uh, wouldn't have done it without him, because that's money, <laughs> and money is the end, end result, name of the game, but uh, uh, it would have been frowned upon by many, let's just put it that way. 
And so, and we knew he was coming back, you know, it was just the right amount of money. And I think Kugler uh, wanted to go slow on it so, you know, he could uh, get what he wanted out of it, you know, because so. Um, so yeah, yeah. You definitely wonder thing. with a move. You definitely wonder with a movie like Black Panther, Brother Beavis, about the quality control. You know, as Marvel is very yeah. um, restrictive on giving like directors control of their movies, but in a movie like this, where at least with the first one, you know, with the Pan Africanism and all those types of things, you know, like well, maybe we need to slow down and let somebody that might have a better grasp of this situation uh, have some control. So you wonder if that was a part of the the slowdown in negotiation. Yeah, I think that um, I was not tremendously surprised like this, and I, I would have envisioned some kind of revolt if he wasn't coming back or if they didn't at least patch, pass the torch in a logical, logical sense. But, I mean, they, we've seen Black Panther in three movies, and Black Panther himself is generally fairly consistent. But what you got in the Black Panther movie that you didn't necessarily get, even though it's similar, is the world building, the environment, the culture, the relationships. And so that richness of the character came from the solo movie, which I think Ryan Coogler was probably a big part of, along with a lot of the folks that worked on it. So, um, you know, I think what they've done is when people have had success, they've given him a chance to follow up. And I think in a lot of cases it's been successful. Um, I think more often when it's people that you maybe didn't think for the role or hadn't seen too much of before, I think this is one of those cases. Um, yeah. You know, mm -hmm. like Guardians 2 wasn't great, uh, but Captain America just got better better and better until yep. the Avengers um, you know yep. the Thor has had kind of three different moods so I think when they've settled down and made made some movies and with a consistent team I think it's it's paid off because otherwise you, you just the whole thing kind of becomes different stories yeah a dude is um you know and you, you kind of see these things he could be like a director on the rise or whatever you know I mean I don't know if y'all ever saw Fruitvale Station that's a great movie uh, it was terribly sad though and make you very angry um, and, you know, if you saw Creed, that's a good movie as well. You know, I mean, again, this is just him working with Michael B. Jordan, too. You know, this is actually him. And, again, Black Panther also working with Michael B. Jordan, you know, him getting the ability to step out and do something else. So it'll be interesting to see, like, what his career path is going, especially if that movie winds up getting nominated for Best Picture, which it probably will. Uh, won't win, but it'll probably get nominated for Best Picture. Um, so it'll be interesting. All right. All right, next up. Uh, and of course, my phone died on me there, so I'm looking for my note. Next up, Chris is, Evans says of, goodbye to yeah. Cap. Yeah, Chris <laughs> Evans is saying sayonara uh, as they wrapped up filming on Avengers 4. And, and I'm going to ask y'all at the end of this part of it, whatever, um, about the, the tag title or the rumored tag titles for Avengers 4. But I, I think for us, we're in a situation where it's – I don't know that they could have anybody else play Captain America – the only logical choice is obviously is to have Bucky take over the mantle and have Winter Soldier be Captain America, which would, in logical and even in comic book sense, would make sense. But, I mean, Brother B was, I don't think they can recast this role at any point in time because he owned it so much. Yeah, I would tend to agree with that. Um, and I don't, you know, it doesn't seem like they're ever going to reach a reboot point where, you know, just a, a wholesale recasting makes sense. And with the mechanisms in place to move the mantle over to any number of other people that are in the story, it seems like they've got better options than recasting it, at least at this point. Now, some time goes by or whatever, they bring back a, I don't know, some different iteration. It's not impossible, um, but 
it wouldn't just be like a you know a switch to Don Cheadle, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the thing for me though is like, why of all you know everybody that's involved in this, it seems like he's gone out of his way to make it clear he's done. And I don't yeah. understand why that's been so public, or if that's just his nature, or if he's really just trying to push for his next gig or what. But it, you know, other people have been like, you know, oh, we'll see or you know whatever. But he's been the yeah. one that's like, no, nope, I'm done. I've had enough. He's uh, the things that I read, and I read something in him, but he was just like, you know, he kind of wants to get back to a normal size human being because you know, being that size person is a lot of work and you know and i think he genuinely fancies himself as an yeah he genuinely fancies himself as an actor and i think if you start to look at the ages of most of those people on there he's probably the oldest or you're one of the youngest you know uh you know much younger obviously yeah than robert downey jr and yeah i mean he's 52 you know what i mean (laughs) Yeah, I mean, so I, I think that might be a part of it, too, where he's got some other things that he would like to do. And that's something that we have said on this podcast uh, and on the Bros Comics podcast as well. He's like, yeah, that all sounds well and good until you make a clunker. And then he's <laughs> like, well, you know, I really wanted to get back <laughs> to being <laughs> out America because they're going to put a, back a brick load of money in a truck up yeah. to your house and be like, hey, you know what, let me get... You know, I think my my tagline for Hugh Jackman was like, "Let me get some chicken breast and some HGH, and we'll get back in shape with a few months." When the next contract comes out, he's like, "I'm Captain America." You're like, not anymore, bitch. Take your yeah, exactly. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. So, I, I just I, I wonder if there's a, a a clunker in there, if there's a bad movie, or how many bad movies they would have to make to him to be like, you know what, Cap's coming out of retirement, and whatever happens, but. Uh, okay, so what are the rumors for the tagline that y'all have heard for Avengers 4? Or if y'all heard any. Like, I've heard it could be Avengers forever. I've heard... Um, uh, yeah, I've heard Avengers I've heard it Annihilation might be Avengers. was one Yeah, of the Disassembled, I also heard. Um, so, like, have y'all heard any of those? Uh, I think I heard Annihilation. I don't know. Yeah. I haven't heard anything. I'm like, wow, that makes sense to have kept under wraps and made a huge deal about, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and like, that also speaks to the fact. Yeah, and it also speaks to the fact that there aren't a lot of Avengers stories like that. You know, like yeah, there aren't many. What's the Avengers? What's the Avengers Dark Phoenix saga? What's the Avengers uh, Days of Future Past? You know what I mean? Like they don't really have uh, anything like that. Not really. You know. Not that's really. just Galactic the Storm is like probably the next biggest story. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah. That's weird. Uh, so I'm, yeah. I'm just kind of curious as to how that goes and, you know, kind of what the plans are. I told you I think they're going to do, you know, you know, the ultimates. But I'm also, my thought the other day, well, I was thinking about it as the merger allegedly is going to go through in January or so, that mm-hmm. maybe they, those movies take a, a take a, a little break off and they focus on Fantastic Four and the X-Men and kind of yeah. build from there uh, well, and build around yeah. that. But. Yeah, yeah. I was I was going to say I think that's going to be the plan is they're going to slowly start transitioning to the uh, the X Men Fantastic Four more heavily on the X Men with mutants in general, uh, and and that shit's coming at almost a perfect time because uh, yeah, you don't know what the contract status is. What all the Avengers now are they going to move on? You know, Robert Downey's pushing fifty three. You know, <laughs> I don't, you, you, some of these guys aren't going to be here forever. But just like uh, Viva said. And like you said, I can't think of anybody else ever now as Captain America other than Chris Evans 
or um, Iron Man is going to be Iron uh, Robert Downey Jr. forever for me. So I don't know what the hell you do in that situation. I guess eventually you have to reboot, but I don't know how, when and how. It's going to have to be a while from now. And so in the meantime, I think they're just using uh, X-Men Fantastic Four or uh, Guardians, if they're still going to be interested in Guardians, um, and whatever else, Captain Marvel, of course, they're bringing in, too. So, I mean, yeah. they have no shortage of titles that they can um, use to try to buffer that. So that's probably, I think, this one. Yeah, it's, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I, I mean, I was listening to our, our review of Infinity War the other day, so I'm banning <laughs> sports because of what happened on Sunday. We won't speak about that anymore. But um, I, I was listening to that, and you know, as us effusively praising this movie, and I'm thinking to myself, as I'm listening to it, I'm like, you know what? In about eight months from now, we're gonna be all like, well, what do we do now? You know? <laughs> I don't know. Is is we okay, master? Uh, because we're not gonna really know what to do with ourselves because we don't know what's gonna happen. Like we're just gonna be sitting there, kind of dumbfounded. Like, okay, now what's going to happen next? Because we have no idea either. And, you know, uh, that's, yeah, it's just wild that, that they're over. So, all right. Let's switch universes here and go to a less successful universe. Uh, and let's head out to Atlantis. Uh, the Aquaman is just coming out, I think, next month. That's it, coming out in November. Um, they released a five-minute trailer uh, to kind of get people excited about this movie. Um, I watched it when it first came out at work, and then I watched it again today in preparation for the podcast. And you know, I was like, you know what, you know, y'all get this too. We, we send stuff to each other all the time at work, and sometimes you can read it, sometimes you can, or you have to read it or watch it really fast because you're at work. And then sometimes you don't get a chance. So I was like, let me watch this without the, the stresses and what the distractions of work. Um, let me be clear about this: that movie is going to suck. If you fall <laughs> for this okie doke. Um, this fake ass avatar looking shit with Cal Drago, that's on you. Okay? I'm just letting <laughs> no, you know right me. now. That is a you issue and a you problem. Don't fall for this. I watched that trailer. I was like, what in the world and God bless did we just see here? The, it, uh, underworld, it looks like Avatar. On top of the world, what, he, Cal Drago, he making jokes. I'm like, who is this nigga? Like, what are you doing? What's going on? Like, who is this character? And I'm seeing Nicole Kim and fighting off people. Y'all fall for that, man. Go right ahead. But that ain't going to be me. Uh, so around the table, Brother Beavis, the five-minute trailer. The first thing that caught me was, like, the still image on the link has him, like, in the old-school orange and green outfit, does it not? Mm -hmm. It does, yeah. There's a, there's a still shot at the end. Yes, he's wearing that, yeah. which is, again, so stupid. <laughs> I, I I will I will say that I hear what you're saying as far as Avatar and when he's Jason Bourne slash Cal Drogo. I mean, it looks like they're trying to make a fun funny movie, and I think Aquaman is maybe the way to do it. I I may fall for it. Um, I I will oh. see. I will spend money on this before I spend money on Venom. I can tell you that for sure. Okay, yeah, I agree with that. Duly noted. I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Oh no. I. I mean. I, I agreed. I, I get that part of it. But I just. I. I'm. Uh, I'm like the chase across the roof or whatever. I was like, first off, y'all are giving us a yeah. five minute trailer, which makes me as a as a you know a, not a movie connoisseur, but somebody had watched a bunch of movies before. Like, why are you giving me so much of a free movie here? And there's been another trailer after that, like a TV spot mm -hmm. as well that had even additional footage. Like that usually kind of tells me that they're like, hey, you know. It doesn't suck. It really doesn't suck. Come and see our movie. <laughs> but they might be concerned about it. 
Same Wasn't there like repeat think. footage in the trailer too? Well, didn't they like like loop it some did of the look stuff like where it. they were? It did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With her jumping yeah. over the roof and stuff. Yeah. Because um, I was yeah. like, did this switch to a second trailer? Because it's been on for a while. Yeah. What's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That part almost seemed it seemed out of place. It seemed like they were trying. They did seem a little desperate doing that, like him, yeah. you know, Aquaman in the middle of the desert. And I mean, they even kind of. I mean, they even kind of uh, um, mentioned that. And the, uh, yeah. they have no water and stuff, and she draws water from him, which I, mean, I thought that was kind of cool. But I could have uh, peed on it. I'm like, really? Yeah, yeah on, exactly. Yeah. Him being Aqua Pro, though, man, I think that's going to get real irritating and stuff because you know now they're mm. in full retreat from the Zack Snyder universe, which they thought for some damn reason was a good idea at one time, and now they got to go the opposite, and now it seems like they're kind of uh, doing the Marvel thing, and. And I don't know about that. I, I liked the trailer actually, but uh, to be fully honest about it, but it's just I don't know. It, <laughs> James Wan is a good director, and I, this is going to be quite a challenge if they can pull this off. You know, yeah. maybe they they got a chance. But I mean, they don't even have a universe anymore. Is I don't know if uh, I think I sent this to you. They uh, two prominent members of their universe or the actors anyway are probably done now so what the hell are they going to do i mean yeah. you're still making uh dc justice league member movies and stuff and now you're not going to have the justice league and listen i, I don't know Who yeah, knows what DC is doing? yeah yeah you have to have yeah new uh affleck and uh henry cavill are both out as uh batman and uh, superman respectively superman. um yeah it's just it is bad let's you know what let's, i'm gonna move yeah, let's just stay on the DC stuff, but I'm, I'm thumbs down on Aquaman. I, that's not, um, I can't fall for it. I'm not doing it. Uh, I'm, I'm more excited for Shazam, which I also think is going to suck, than I am for Aquaman. But, all right, let's stay in DC. Uh, hey, that's day one, I guess. Um, it was <laughs> reported that James Gunn, uh, formerly director of um, Guardians of the Galaxy, is going to be writing and possibly directing Suicide Squad 2. I don't know if I, I tweeted this last night. I didn't text it. I was watching basketball and the NBA came back this, uh, last night. And on TNT, they were like, hey, uh, this Saturday, you know, get ready. Suicide Squad. I was like, TNT just warned y'all that that movie's coming on. So act, act accordingly um, <laughs> to make sure you don't switch past, you know, TNT and see what happens. Uh, so <laughs> my thought to y'all was when I first saw this, is there... I didn't know who James Gunn was until those movies came out. So the fact that he's not on uh, um, Guardians anymore and now he's doing Suicide Squad, it doesn't change anything for me because it's still Suicide Squad. Sandman, <laughs> does this make you want to see a Suicide Squad too? No. Uh, <laughs> I don't care who you got on that thing. I mean, I like James Gunn. I think I liked uh, uh, Guardians kind of surprised me because I – cared nothing as a Marvel fan I cared nothing for the Guardians of the Galaxy at any <laughs> point or stretch and that movie surprised me the second one was so-so the third one was uh, I mean well they haven't made the third one yet either. but may not get made yeah, may not get made yeah now but uh, hell you're still going to be the same characters right you're still going to have Harley Quinn and um, Will Smith with guns as the main two stars <laughs> And and, um, and whatever scrubs they can uh, <laughs> bring with them. I mean, if they're going to continue on with what they started, psh, you can count me out already. I don't want to. I don't want to see that. And they would have yeah. to do. It's almost like Aquaman. They got to do the same thing. 
they gotta gotta go the exact opposite direction to kind of appease the fans because nobody liked that crap when we came out the first time. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. it doesn't it really also do much for made, It also made more money than Justice League and, or Batman vs. <laughs> Superman, wow. which is scary too. But was, more than yeah. anything, I think, it, uh, Brother Beavis, it. Is it, it would it even matter? Because it, it really, essentially, is just going to be at this point one because the other one is a, a star and the other one is a rising star. Is it just going to wind up being another version of uh, Harley Quinn and Deadshot and Joker? Like, oh, okay, that's it. You know, because everybody else got kind of screwed over in that anyway. Well, keep in mind we're talking about an Oscar-winning franchise here. This is also um, true. So <laughs> show some respect. Yeah. Um, I think it makes sense because if you remember your timeline basically after Guardians was successful they rewrote the first super, uh, Suicide Squad to be almost exactly like Guardians so um, it basically they, Guardians 3 is going to be made it's just going to be called Suicide Squad 2 and instead Ooh. of Star Lord yeah. and Drax and Gamera oh, it's going to have whoever yeah. it has I mm. think that number they would have to, first of all the the of the many things that were wrong with Suicide Squad, like Joker just muddied the whole thing. And so they can't make that mistake again. And yeah. I think they would have to do better than just have a team of scrubs around Will Smith and um, and Harley and Margot Robbie. Um, because, you know, like Diablo was a compelling, decent character. Beyond that, it was pretty bad. So yeah. I think it's possible, but they need to have a villain in it this time. They need to like have an actual villain, and then have a bigger yeah. name villain who's just distracting in the movie, and work on yeah. their side characters and make the leading protagonist likable in any way. Because that guy was terrible. <laughs> uh, yes, he was. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, it could be fine, but it's it's so far beyond, you know, so far beyond late because, you know, it's it's just more. It's going to be a shadow of a shadow of a movie. Yeah, it's just. Yeah, exactly. I don't even. I mean, I knew. I mean, again, I guess you could change some of the characters. You know, everybody knows that uh, Bautista is all upset about what happened to James Gunn at Marvels. He's threatening to quit, and everybody's like, "Oh, he can come over and be Bane." I was like, "Do y'all know Killer how much Bane be sucks? Killer Croc. Yeah, I mean, oh yeah. Bet. Uh, <laughs> y'all remember that Killer Croc wanted Bet in his cell. Uh, <sighs> sigh. Terrible. All right. Yeah. Never mind. The less I say about that, the better. But anyway, yeah. I'm. It doesn't matter to me. I'm. I'm not seeing Suicide Squad too. Uh, you could cast Chris Evans in that, and I'd probably still pass it. <laughs> That's good. We're good. He's new. All right, I gave up being Captain America to be Captain Boomerang. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That was right, a mistake. Was but he's a prominent yeah, member of the comics, though. My bad. Yeah. My my bad. Um. Uh, all right, and then last one with the DC. Uh, it says that, keeping with this, the Flash has been moved again. And at this point in time, first off, I got hope that they put him out of the Power Rangers uniform that he had on him. <laughs> Every time I see a picture of that kid, it's like he's wearing like a suit that's two sizes too big for him. And the way he ran, it's more for time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but the way he ran, the way his feet were yeah. turned, like, I was. I was going to see it if you did. Every time I see it. Yeah, it's Man. so bad. Oh my awful. god. But so yeah, so and I've said, and maybe it's because of the TV show, and I've always said that's why it works on the TV show. His power set works best at a visual medium, and I think that's why he's, you know, I think that's why Flash is a popular show or whatever too. 
Oh, uh, what? At least the first three seasons. And um, I think that's why it works so well because it just, it, you know, I think it's a, it's a likable character and his power set works or whatever. I just don't understand how when the dust has settled, the Justice League team that they're going to have is going to be Wonder Woman, The Flash, Aqua Bro, and Shazam. Like, after all of that, and everything that they've wow. done to fight the Suicide Squad, after everything that's been done, this is what's going to get, like, is going to be left over. And I don't know that that was the, obviously that wasn't the original point of this. But generally speaking, I would be more excited for a Flash movie than I am for any of the other ones. Brother Beavis, Flash, yay, nay. If you had to rank the three of them, a Flash movie, uh, a Flash movie, a Suicide Aquaman. Squad movie, or an Aquaman movie, which one would you rather see, even though one's already in the can? Probably Aquaman, I gotta say. Really? Okay. Brother, or Sandman, of the three? Well, if Flash had been done right, I'd rather see the Flash movie, but I, this Flash, hell no. Uh, <laughs> the yeah. only one, that, even remotely, that I care about, maybe, maybe Aquaman, and I'm surprised I'm even saying that, so, yeah. Take what do you want. <laughs> The way he ran, the way he runs. It was ridiculous. <laughs> so bad. I can't believe and he they had filmed like that. lightning power. Yeah, and he's <laughs> yeah. like he had lightning power. It's like they do so much better on the C dub with a quarter of the budget, and you couldn't have made any yeah. better than this. Oh god, oh, yeah. Yeah. So oh, yeah. I tried to. I tried in a moment of boredom. I tried to watch Justice League not that much long ago. Uh, is is really bad. Yeah. Like the opening scene it. is just. Yeah, I mean, you have to grit your way through this. Like the opening scene with Batman chasing the parrot demon or whatever. And it was like, uh, yeah. You know what? We're good. Fear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The only part I really like is the, we'll turn this the, 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 the scene where Superman is fucking him up by himself <laughs> and chokes out yeah, Batman yeah. And, almost, and almost kills him. That's about the main part. Yeah. The rest of it that you can have. I think the you, best scenes when when he Flash is trying to run by him and he's like, Rrr? <laughs> that actually is a cool ass. scene. That, that's yeah. one of my favorite parts of the movie. Yeah. yeah, but then that's also messed up by the fact that you see his CGI lip to take his mustache out, and you're just like, mm, why does he look like the Joker here? So this is bad. Everything's bad. All right. Speaking of bad movies, uh, and we didn't get a chance because we were waiting that night for the last time we recorded for the Dark Phoenix trailer to come out. So we actually haven't talked about the trailer. The note that I had on there was um, about it moving again because they premiered the trailer and I were like, hey, a bunch of people watched it or whatever. So let's move it from February of 2019. Now it's moved into the summer of 2019, which is a much more desirable date, I guess, so to speak, in terms of, you know, when people open movies. So I guess a two-part question. Well, just leave, you know, let's just leave it at the trailer or whatever. What did you think of the trailer, Sammy? Um, it was it was kind of boring, to be honest with you. I thought it was just it was it was satisfactory, and that was it. It didn't motivate me to want to go see it more uh, than I did before, which was pretty much not at all. So um, I mean, it was okay, but that was about it. And I'm I'm kind of stretching yeah. it to say that, yeah, it was it wasn't anything right. special. Boring is a good word for it because they didn't really show much of anything. You didn't really get a chance to see the phoenix. You don't see the phoenix effect. It's really just At a all. bunch of people talking. Uh, Brother Beavis, the the trailer for Dark Phoenix. Yeah, I remember. I think I watched it on my phone, so it was kind of a small picture. I remember it being confusing, and I remember it looking a lot like X Men: The Last Stand. 
And mm, I remember yes. being shocked to then subsequently read how people thought it was going to be so awesome. And then I started to wonder if I had watched the wrong trailer or if I had <laughs> watched the trailer wow. or something like that. <laughs> wow. Because it did not trailer? make me think it was going to be awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You don't really see, I don't think you see any power sets in this whole thing. You know, you see uh, a lot of talking. A bunch of Jennifer smoldering glares. Yes, yeah. talking to um, yeah, she and, and, car and somehow Magneto's yeah. yeah, and Magneto's you know involved in this somehow. And again, yeah, we're trying not to be as much comic book nerds. Yeah, but we try to not be. Well, rewind about twenty minutes ago in this podcast. Remember uh, after X Men Apocalypse or whatever, you know. I'm going to leave this role. You know, we've done such a good job, blah, 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 her and Fassbender or whatever. And uh, then you make Red it's Sparrow. Like, you make that. Go on. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah, you make, you. you make Fat. You make that movie. You make Red Sparrow. You make uh, that freaking Steve Jobs movie. You make some <laughs> couple of other crappy movies. Uh, what was that video game movie he was in? Assassin's Creed. You make a couple of stinkers, man. It's like, hey, uh, you know, I really, you know, wanted to get back because the fans asked me back. Nobody asked your ass back, nigga. You had to come back because. <laughs> You had to get back there to get them checks. So um, this is this is the path. And so now, since you have a minute, you have to use them. And I, I, I saw that trailer. I was just like, I don't know what's happening here. I don't know why. Like, they're going to space. Okay, but why? I, I, I don't get any of it. And it did yeah. look a lot like X3. And um, the plot yeah. points did, too, about, you know, her getting upset for, you know, uh, Xavier, you know, putting her powers on in a timeout. And that unleashing whatever so yeah it's yeah it's that's gonna be a bad movie i know uh, you know what is again i'm listening to a bunch of podcasts this week to avoid sports talk brother beavis on one of these podcasts you were like well you know i said that uh days of future past was gonna suck and then it wound up being really really good and i had to you know bite that back but then they burned all of us with age of apocalypse and they burned us hard (laughs) so you know Maybe yay, maybe yay. It was yay, like, remember but, I mean, that goodwill? Gone. <laughs> gone. Like, you flushed it all down the toilet. And so now, you know, I, I just, yeah, Age of Apocalypse has long-lasting stink to it. Like, I, I mean, I'll see it every once in a while. My daughter's a real big X-Men fan. So she's like, I want to watch a movie or whatever. I'm like, we can watch Days of Future Past. But why not see a pop? Go to your room. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's, this is just not a, it's not a good look uh, at all. Okay, so yeah, good. Yeah, I'm I'm still down on that, and we got to wait till the summer to see it too. I was kind of hoping it was going to come out in February, at least to get it over with after the merger. But you have to wait all that extra time. All right, uh, real, real quick, real quick. Uh, are they even it, it, since it's coming out in the summer now, and this merger is probably going to be finalized by then? Is Marvel really going to let that come out? Is do we know that? For uh, sure? And that's a good question too. Yeah, that's a good question too. I mean, we debated on here if it was actually going to see the light of day. Because um, it's uh, it has potential to just damage the IP. I mean, they won't be able to tell yeah. that story again for probably another twenty years or something. You know. I and isn't that something? Because within the next yeah, and that's something because within the next seven years, you know, or give or take, we're going to wind up seeing three damn Dark Phoenix stories. I mean, exactly. over the course of our lifetime, we're going to see it on film three fucking times. And two times are probably going to be terrible. And, yep. yeah, you know, you're right, Sam, man. They might not even be able to tell that story again because people are just like, I've seen this movie already. Oh, yeah, twice. Exactly. <laughs> well, it's not like there's not other stories to tell. Yeah, they got plenty of stories, right. but that's their big one. Yeah, of X-Men. Course. 
Yeah, that is their big one. And they've already, and the other one, on the opposite side of that, you could say too, Brother Beavis, is that they told this Days of Future past story and they did it so well, they might not be able to tell it again in a different way, you know? I mean, yeah. Maybe. True. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. All right. The last bit of news is, uh, it's a two-parter from Netflix. Uh, Iron Fist is done after season two. Uh, it premiered a couple weeks ago, and they said they're not bringing it back. I think that's a caveat, though, because it'll probably wind up on their Disney uh, or their uh, their service. their pay-per-view network or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And then Daredevil is coming out. Daredevil season three is coming out Friday night. So, uh, I guess uh, I, I got to like a third of Iron Fist season two. And I still haven't finished it. It's much better than the first one. Obviously, it couldn't have been much worse, but it's still like still Iron Fist. But um, <laughs> so, yeah, there's that. So are you looking forward to Daredevil season three? Sandman. How far do you yeah. get in Iron Fist? Um, I well, the first uh, Iron Fist, I never even finished it because it was so bad, and <laughs> and that and that's had a um, degradatory uh, um, effect on me watching the second season because I'm scared to waste my time again. I'm, eventually, I am going to watch it, but um, as far as um, Daredevil, I'm actually really looking forward to that because. We get back one um, Wilson Fisk is going to be back, and I've already heard uh, actually two reviews on it, and they both were raving about it. And uh, there's another supervillain that that's going to probably show up in it. I don't want to say any more than that. And so I've heard it's yeah. I don't. I'm not going to say anything else. But um, it sounds like everything we wanted. It sounds like they've gone back to like the uh, first season more than the second season. Second season was pretty good, but first season was really good and they've gone back to that. And um, I'm really looking forward to this. It looks really good. I think you finished Iron Fist uh, season two, right, Brother Beavis? Or got close? Yeah, I, I believe I have watched every Netflix show that has Iron Fist in it at this point. Okay. Um, that's not a good thing. <laughs> wow. I had to rage watch the first season because I was like, first I started off as like, this isn't as bad as everybody said. And then like two or three episodes in, I was like, this is bad. But I just yeah. had to <laughs> struggle through it. I'm like, I'm going to at least see this dragon. And then they never showed a dragon. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so the second season is is better. It has a really weak villain, in my opinion. Um, and there's a there's there's some there's a lot of good side characters which i think is kind of one of the weaknesses of of many of these shows is that it's an ensemble show that is named after a character who's oftentimes the least compelling part of it mm-hmm. so i think you're right i think this probably canceling iron fist opens up the way for like a daughters of the dragon show on on disney streaming service um and they'll start to figure out a way out of out of those um there was a there's a hilarious scene in um in Iron Fist where so uh, Typhoid Mary is in it she's only she's just has a split personality and so she's a like a former army officer or whatever army ranger and they're fighting this guy who stole the Iron Fist and her tactic for defeating the Iron Fist was she wrapped up his wrist with some rope and then drugged him and so she's <laughs> fighting him and he, she wraps up his wrist and then he like lights up the other list and they're like oh and I'm sitting there like oh shit he had two iron fists. It was, uh, I was uh, for whatever reason, like that scene was just hilarious to me because it it's the obvious place to go. But that is so corny. Like, oh, yeah. what are we gonna do? He's got two iron fists. So anyway, We're yeah, I mean, now. I don't know enough about iron fist stories. I think put him in the category of cool looking characters 
uh, at least mm-hmm. in the comics, that you know there's not a whole lot there. Now, yeah. Daredevil, I think you're right with the villains. Um, has had a, a, I was not crazy about the whole Elektra arc or the Defenders, but I think with mm-hmm. the villains in that show, um, a lot of the action sequences, I think that's been one of the better ones. And he was just in in the Defenders. Like Charlie Cox is just so much better at everybody than everybody else at, at being Daredevil than anybody else is being their character. So um, that one's definitely got legs. The, I mean, I don't know if they're going to try and keep milking it or try and transition it or what. But I have to believe that's one of the. I don't know how. I don't know how you make money at Netflix. I don't. I, I don't know how any of that works. But if, mm-hmm. if any of these things are making money, that's got to be the one that is. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Daredevil season one's amazing. Daredevil season two first half is amazing, mm-hmm. and then Electra happened, and it was like <laughs> pouring cold water <laughs> on everything. I mean. Ooh, I mean, and again, Electra's can sort of kind of be a cool character, and the actress was, you know, looked great in the suit and the role, and she was hot and all that kind of stuff, but that yeah. whole backstory and all that just definitely did yeah, not that, work. That stuff I got through yeah, like th- work. Yeah. Yeah. I got through like three episodes of The Defenders, and I was done, and then I'm about the same way through Iron Fist. I think I'm on like number four. And again, it's better, but I, I, I mean, I, I don't have the, the ability to hate rage, watch it to finish it uh, so yeah sayonara looking forward to Daredevil I'm going to try to get my wife to watch Daredevil season 1 she just can't take the violence so if I get her through season 1 then I can easily get her into watching season 2 at least the first half and then 3 but the violence is going to be a big issue but we'll try um, alright the last section of this as we get close to almost an hour uh, mark here um Comic book news. This will be a little bit quicker. Comic book news. Uh, again, no books tonight. Um, DC, uh, the writer, I think I what his name is now, um, the guy that wrote that book that we reviewed, the whatever crisis book that they're doing now. I think we're going to do the next one next week, by the way. But whatever. He's saying that the, the deaths that were in that book in the first issue are going to be permanent deaths. And the fact that he actually said that was the funniest shit that I'd ever heard because <laughs> literally there are no permanent deaths in comic books. Comic books. Yeah, there are no permanent deaths in comic books. So it was just funny that he had the audacity to actually say it. So my note for myself here was like, all right, so who is a permanent death in comics? Like somebody that died of prominence that did not make it back yet. Uncle Ben. Anybody? <laughs> That's the only one I know. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a solid one. Uh, You got anything, Brother Beavis? Uh, Yeah, I mean, because it used to be Gwen Stacy used to be that one. Like, you could just throw Gwen Stacy out there, but then J. Michael Straczynski, you know, kind of brought her back in that weird story where she had a love child with Norman Osborn or whatever. Oh, God. Yeah, that was bad. Um, so yeah, uh, I mean a permanent death of a prominent character. You know they kill regular people all the time, but a prominent character that died and stayed dead. So I just uh, thought that that was kind of funny. Yeah, the original Captain Marvel. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Is yeah, it, he yeah. died. Yeah, he. Yeah, that's Isn't a good one. Thunderbird has been through some weird iterations, but I think he's actually dead, right? Yeah, the original the one, one. I think the is original dead. One. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just some people using my name. Um, but yeah, so yeah, so, so a couple, but I, I just don't think that they'll be permanent. Yeah. That's basically what it is. You know, there's a couple of fairly popular characters in there. Not the black dude, he won't be back. 
but um, it's time. It's heating up or whatever. Is Ben, Fo- is is ben Foster back yet? Uh, or Bill know. Foster? Sorry. But no, Bill Foster. No, he's not back. No, he's still no. there. Yeah. yeah, but I would debate if he would be a prominent character. He brought back to die. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, he was brought back to He die. had his own uh, book. He, he did for book. a minute there. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Uh, all right, ben so didn't next have his up. Own book. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking of reading that Iron Man book the other day, and I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot Rhodey is back after he died. Not that much long ago. Rhodey's back? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, Rhodey's back. Yeah, 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 he's back. Um, this is ridiculous. Uh, all right, guess who else is back? Spends not permanent death. Cyclops is back. I sent y'all the copy of Uncanny X-Men number one annual, which is kind of funny because the book hadn't been out. It starts in January. Like, how are you getting an annual first? Uh, so whatever. <laughs> By the way, annuals always suck. And on the cover of that is just a whole bunch of Cyclopses fighting with oh, each other. Damn. So Cyclops is back. Uh, the question would be at the table, though, is it going to be... Because it seems like they're trying to get rid of the X characters out in this extermination event, the, the young ones. So if they're going to bring back regular Cyclops for other beavers, which Cyclops are we going to get? Racer X, killer of his mentor, or we're going to get back uh, <laughs> um, uh, like a normal version of Cyclops that you know you can build a team around as a leader? Because I'm not sure if that yeah. character still plays in 2018. I mean, even if you wind it back, like. Uh, the most recent like sustained Cyclops even before he snapped was still like uh, lightweight or whatever cheated on Jean Grey and hooked mm. up with the White Queen <laughs> I mean that was that was as good as he's been in sort of the modern era um, and yeah. you bring in the teenage version and he's not the same character he doesn't have the same resolve he doesn't have you know I, I don't know uh, it's a good question yeah. Uh, they it, already it, tried it, to it, pick one out of time, so it doesn't seem like yeah. they can do that again. Uh, hard yeah. to say. And yeah, everyone it, hates him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, my thought initially was, if you're going to keep Xavier dead, which it sounds like they're going to, after even after that ridiculousness and astonishing X-Man with him being, you know, Mr. X or whatever the fuck it was, and taking yeah. Phantom X's body and that ridiculous book. By the way, that book is ending. I text that to y'all that, before we got started. That yeah. X-Men mm-hmm. Red and X-Men uh, Astonishing X-Men are both going the way of the Dodo. Um, now, I do have a, I'll throw a real quick movie uh, review in here too in a little bit uh, next related to the next note but um, so and I, but I don't know how many X-Men books there's going to be you know I showed y'all that Uncanny X-Men 1 that's coming out in January with that team that's there which I think is I'm not a great team just because they don't have any power more than anything but I'm just like how many X books are you going to actually have because there's still a whole bunch of missing characters based on if you're just using that team for that group so I'm kind of curious but I was thinking maybe you make Cyclops Xavier you know whatever version it comes back if he has memories of what he did to fulfill the dream or whatever if you keep Xavier dead maybe he becomes the man in the chair so to speak that he's you know runs the mansion he does all that you know taking my time to build the trust back blah 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 blah, and all that to you know to try to you know boost you know reboot the the dream for xavier or whatever but i mean I, that was just me kind of thinking out loud what do y'all think that seems like it would work yeah yeah, yeah they're gonna, gonna have to try to, resistance yeah i don't know how they're gonna do it but they're gonna have to try to figure out a way to absolve him of the bullshit that they've put him through 
and him you know, killing Xavier and all this, and the last basically 20 years of them ruining the character. Uh, I think they finally figured out. It was like, ooh, we broke the character, and, and now they got to figure out a way to bring way him back. Broke. Yeah, they unbreak him somehow, and I don't know how the hell they're gonna do it. It'll be some bullshit. You can be assured of that. But uh, he broke, broke. Yeah, yeah. They broke, they, they broke him, so I don't know what the hell they can go for with them. Uh, <laughs> from what they did with him, I, I don't know. But you know, Gene got to have somebody. <laughs> so I, I don't know. <laughs> they refuse to pour her with anybody else. It looks like so. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, yeah I don't know what they're gonna do. But yeah. Did did y'all? Um, yeah, I guess I, 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 that team that that uncanny team bothers me. Every time I see a cover, I'm just like, this team's not very good. Uh, but you know, they got rid of Kitty, so that helped. Um, so uh, you know, moving forward, that's probably a good thing. Speaking of throwbacks, and the, the last note here is that there was a note that uh, John Byrne might be coming back to do a, a, a an alternate world X Men book. He's not coming back. So to hold do on like a, a second. X-Men. I mean, we're we're talking about this this new X Men team, and it's Jean Grey, Iceman, Storm, Nightcrawler, Bishop, Psylocke, and Jubilee. So, mm-hmm. is this not service to the old heads like us who only get these essentially classic characters? Um, maybe, and you and that, okay, and it becomes uh, what are you going to do with all you know the gold balls of the world? Like you know, yeah. are we still yeah, going to be right. trying to give service to them as well? Uh, you know, and and that's a good question, and I, I don't know the answer to that. It, but that would be fine. But wasn't that what they were supposed to do with X Men Blue and Gold? Wasn't that supposed yeah. to be the throwback service to the you know yeah. to the old fans? Yeah, when that was supposed to be. See how long yes. that lasted. Yeah. I think yeah, they should yeah. just stop trying to form teams and just, you know, recognize that it's all the mutants and just tell rotating stories through the characters, and they would yeah. be perfectly fine. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and it's, yeah, don't marry yourself to a team and just, you know, as the story evolves, you know, kind of shift people in and out or whatever, you know? I mean, and, I, and again, we're showing our age here. You know, there are people that are devoted to, you know, X-23 and and whatever that other one's name is. What's the other little girl, Wolverine? Uh, what's her name? Uh, Honey Badger. Hadger, Honey Badger. And, no, I mean, like, people that, like, love those characters. I mean, for us, we're just like, this. that's not made for us. It's not like we just hate it. It's just not made for us. At least that's mm-hmm. how I feel. This is not made for me, so I'm okay with it. But... You know, do something with some of the characters that make that made it possible to have a hundred in the first place. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that uncanny book doesn't even have a have a Wolverine in it. I don't think. I don't. Is X twenty was X twenty three on that team? I don't remember or not. But I thought thought she was. I think it had a Wolverine in it, or she was the Wolverine for the team. It had a lot of ladies in it. I did remember that part of it. Oh, yeah, I'm looking at the picture now. Yeah, so Jubilee, Bishop, Psylocke, Storm, Nightcrawler, Jean Grey, and Iceman. Now, so I thought Wetchmacallit was in there before, too. What's that dude? Uh, Who's that? I thought he was in the one that we saw with uh, with Liefeld did the cover. Oh, shoot. The kid from uh, Kentucky that can boom. Oh, uh, Cannonball. Cannonball. Yeah, Cannonball. I thought he was on that team, too. Um, but nothing. Again, no strength either. Still not great. But he's he's well nigh invulnerable when he's blasting. Yes, (laughs) he'll let you know that as well. Somebody will. I've never heard that that before, but (laughs) yeah. 
So, uh, so yeah, the other note where was John Byrne might be coming back to do a Elseworld world book of X-Men of if a story, essentially a what if, if Gene had survived, um, uh, the Phoenix part of it, like, you know, whatever. I, I mean, again, I get it. Uh, X-Men, those X-Men, yeah, those X-Men black books that they did, Chris Claremont wrote the Magneto one, and I did read that. And the short review of it, it was like, um, uh, Chris Claremont doesn't like Donald Trump. I just reviewed the <laughs> book for you. That's pretty much what it is. Um, it was really just a, a, an indictment of the Trump administration and whatever, and through the view of mutants as opposed to, you know, uh, deported Mexicans or whatever. That's basically what it is. But, you know, so it seems like they're trying to make us bridge and gap or whatever to kind of bring some of these people back. My question out to the table is, in light of a world where Comics Gates is a real thing, where there's essentially alt-right hate group like people that, you know, are online burning comic books and cutting them, buying them and burning them and cutting them up and doing these types of things because they bring in diversity or women or whatever. And, you know, essentially make my make my comics white and male again. And bringing back somebody like John Byrne, who's a fairly alt-right kook, essentially, if you ever read any of his shit online, mm-hmm. um, and bringing back him and his, not necessarily his way of writing books or drawing books, but it's just giving fan service to a group of people who's like, yeah, you know what, fuck that, you know, fuck Marvel. We're getting, you know, our people back. We're getting somebody like him back. And, you know, I don't know if you follow this thing with Chuck Wendig or whatever. He got fired from, yeah, um, got fired. from Marvel yeah. from writing the Spider-Man book, you know, who, you know, he just took on the trolls as they kept coming after him or whatever. And, you, you know, is this... In my opinion, in my opinion, and my thought is, is like, is this giving you know that kind of fan service back to that group of people? You know, oh man, we're gonna get you know that group of comics again. And any thought? I mean, brother, maybe you don't tweet. So, do you know anything about this comics gate movement? Um, a little bit, just peripheral. I think there's you know there's something to it, but I think a lot of times it's just it's people that are looking to sell to to spread that message and it's in any forum that's available and so i think a lot of the star wars stuff was like oh i was going to hate on the postal service today when i woke up but apparently there's a movie that has women and black people in it so i'm going to hate on that today so i think it just becomes like a medium for a conversation that was going to happen anyway and that's unfortunate um i do think that specifically taking John Byrne and trying to put him back in time at you know at this else when when it what if dark phoenix lived i mean it's it's almost like you're it's a in an odd way particularly for people like us who you know revere the old days and yet we still go back and they will claim they suck you know it's like i don't i don't know how that's good i think there's been some good stories where they they tell stuff in those periods in between the lines like that untold tales of spider-man book for, that was out for a right. while i think there's something to be done there but to just go back and rewrite history and mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. you know if you read some of john burns stuff like his fantastic four some of his treatment of sue storm and, and undoubtedly some of the she hulk stuff there's definitely some shaky stuff in there so it <laughs> definitely i'm sure it will attract an element I'm not sure it's even postured to be good. I, I, it would be great if it was. I just yeah. don't know where it goes because it's we're we're not. It's not X Men 138 is not coming out next right. month. It's been <laughs> right. it came out 400 issues ago. So yeah, 
You know, it's, it's not clear what we're trying to accomplish. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, it's a throwback that maybe you could throw back. Like, it'd be like, you know, I don't necessarily need this at this point in time. You know, if you're really into John Byrne, there's a shit ton of books that you could go back and read if that's what you're into. You know, I'm yeah. not sure what he's right. going to bring to this equation, you know, in 2019. Uh, you know, a, a, a book that, you know, essentially is a prequel of something that you, you know, we didn't even need to see that. Like, I didn't need to know what happened in between there or if this had happened. I mean, it sounds like a cool story. Write me a novel or write a book. You know, I don't need an account book for him. And right. I just, yeah, I don't know. And like I said, he's a kook. Like, he's essentially just a Canadian alt-writer. And um, I don't know if I can get behind that too much. And, you know, you kind of wonder, like, how he changed over. You know, everybody gets a little bit more conservative as they get older. I mean, that's just standard or whatever. But you wonder, because from listening to him talk a couple of times and from reading, again, uh, X-Men Black Magneto, I would imagine that Chris Claremont is completely on the other side of the aisle, like, and then some. So I wonder, no wonder they probably didn't get along. No, um, because they, probably yeah. had, they got along as long as they did, maybe, because, uh, holy cow, because, yipes. I never thought about that. I would imagine that their ideologies, yeah, their ideologies are completely opposite of one another, and they probably were then, too, so it's, I don't know, just making successful books and money at the time, you could probably overlook it, but. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Okay. All right, so that's really it uh, for the most part. I think we went through this. We've been debating trying to get this, and every single day something would come out. And even Sandman, before we started recording, was like, hey, by the way, this happened too. I'm like, I'm thinking, man, I can't add anything else to this. Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> we just got yeah, I know. We were already full <laughs> like, up, and then news kept dropping. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, things keep dropping in here and there, but yeah, yeah, yeah. They're thinking about doing a CW Superman show. Um, I'm, I'm good. I'm good on my CW shows to begin with. To be honest with you, I'm out on all of them at this point. Um, it's just too much work into, to keep up with them. It is, and yep. you know, and again, like the first three seasons of Flash, I was good. Well, actually, the first two, third one was the first two are good. It started going off the rails in the third. Yeah, they started. Fucking with the spot, the timeline, man. I was like, oh yeah. boy, it, it, that's Pandora's box. Because essentially, that you know, all right, man, I'm gonna do this. You know what? Fuck it, we can fix it. I'm just gonna go change the timeline again. So it didn't really matter at that point, you know. And I was good on Supergirl season one, and then like season two, they're like, yeah, we're not gonna put Jimmy and Kara together. I was like, what? What? You teased that for a whole last season, and now you're not gonna do it? I'm out. Uh, I never yeah. watched Arrow. Um, so, you know what I mean? It was just, it's just too much. It was just way too much. And essentially, they're all the same show. So, uh, <laughs> me being old. So really quick, uh, and this, this is really side topic here as we get to an hour and ten. I know, extending his hair. Um, there was a, a tweet, or somebody sent out like a preview of Riverdale tonight. Now, y'all know I love damn Archie. And you also know that I don't watch Riverdale at all. Like, I, I did a podcast with a group of ladies uh, for, I think, probably the first six or seven episodes. And I was just like, you know what? I can't do this anymore. Like, I just can't because it's taking something that I enjoy and it's shitting on it. It's last jedi in the fuck out of Archie. And I can't do it. So, no, I refuse to do it. They continue doing the podcast. And I listen to them talk about the show. They put out a preview or something for tonight essentially with like Archie's in jail because Mr. Lodge framed him for murder and I was like that's a goofy plot line. yeah a goofy plot line in and of itself and then uh, the Vixens because it doesn't your wife watch this show Rosalie? 
We were watching it for a little while. I don't think she yeah. still is. Okay. Um, so the Vixens came to the jail where the people are and then did a um they were doing a, a, a dance routine outside where the jail because the jail is outside of course because it's in Riverdale and they're like right next to them and they're doing a whole sexy dance vixens routine you know to um jailhouse rock or whatever I was like what in the entire fuck happened to this show it was already bad like this is what we're doing right now like really this is what's going on I mean I was um, enraged and so the ladies that do the, 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 the Riverdale show, and shouts out to the Riverdale Rag, that's what it's called, I, they were like, is there any chance that you could get on the podcast this week to talk about this? I'm like, yes. <laughs> watch this, and I'm going to come on your podcast and freaking lay dragon fire throughout the entire thing. They're like, please, I'm absolutely. So that's my comic book movie news. That's it. I'm done. All right, so remember, this is the uh, Brothers Counts Podcast. Find this podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, rate, review, subscribe. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. We'll be back to a regular thing next week with comics and whatnot. Uh, that's that. Uh, I don't think there's any Brothers Comics business or anything like that at this point. So, yeah, we're good. Y'all have, did I miss anything? Uh, I was going to try and get in like a public enemy joke while you were talking about uh, them doing a sexy dance outside the jail. I was like, isn't that wasn't that the same plot as the video for Black Steel and the Hour of Chaos? <laughs> you, oh may right. <laughs> yes. oh you may be right. You may be right, and you also showed your age like a mother there. Yes, um, but you yes, did. Um, yeah, yeah, holy cow! But yes, it was oh, it was so bad. Oh my god, I wish. Oh my god. But yeah, so yeah, so again. Yeah, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, check out, I did do an interview last week uh, with a, a friend of ours, or a friend of mine from the Twitters or whatever, Corey LaCale uh, Pruitt. He has a Kickstarter going for a comic book that he started called Leaders of the Free World. I was going to tag it on our podcast, but it would wind up being too long, so I made it as a separate thing. So, you know, go check that out. Um, support his Kickstarter. I think they're almost done. Um, and that's about it. All right. So, I guess as the X-Men, the animated musical play us out, uh, that's going to be about it. Uh, go ahead and sign up. Alright, so I know what people will see you next time. Alright, go ahead and sign up. See you in a month. Yeah, <laughs> don't do that, man. Jinx. Jinx, Jinx. We'll see everybody on the other side.